Hello and welcome to the Dad and Sons podcast, where I slept in 90 minute intervals for the past week to record on a video that's long overdue. But I should be finished up, and it might actually be out in the hours following this very recording. Sonic. What, what's what's more usual is that we got Matt Visual. Sonic. And, and Liam Edwards. Hi, I don't make videos. And we, we'll be making this a, a short podcast today so that I can get as much editing done as possible afterwards. And then, I, I don't know. Oh, will we? I think <laughs> Sonic oh, no, begs to differ. <laughs> well, okay, we got, we got, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, you guys have, have spoiler chats for Endgame and Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody cares about that. What they care about is Sonic. Is Sonic. It's just weird that, like, so many game things are, are audio, visual, non interactive stuff this week. It, maybe. End game. The whole planet's game going full thrones. circle. <laughs> yeah, get get it, but um, shit. We also got a uh, good old classic 90s platform mascot Mario coming in to uh, uh, square off his rivalry with Sonic because. They released some VR modes that I guess we got to talk about too. But until then, Sonic, yeah, like like that happened minutes before we started recording, right? Like uh, this trailer dropped. Like an hour ago, yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say I enjoyed this trailer, and I think I'm gonna like it. The only thing is that <laughs> the Sonic model is so weird, man. Like they Isn't it Pikachu awesome? legs. Okay. Shut the fuck like down. This podcast just lost all credibility. <laughs> La- not that we had any anyway. I love how stupid it looks. I like it. I like oh. it. <laughs> because all right, I'm a fan of Jim Carrey. I grew up watching Ace Ventura. Like I you know, I <laughs> I'm going to see Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey again. You know, it's been it's been a few years. I think I was expecting him to be a little crazier, but he does seem to kind of let it out at the very, very end of the trailer. Yeah. I don't even know why they call it Robotnik and not just Jim Carrey as Jim Carrey. <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing Robotnik about him. He, he just kind of looks like the lead from Equilibrium, but as a villain. Okay, wait, wait a minute. Robotnik is a character? Is he really a character? I mean, Robot- does Robotnik have anything to draw from, really, yeah, as an he actor? Has personality. Like, come, on, come on, Robotnik is shit. Come on. Robotnik waves his arms in the air and says, "Ah, just as the stone tablets predicted." Yeah, like, come on, like it's a video game. There's no way you Robotnik gotta, has you've characters. You've got to admit, though. You've got to admit, though, Matt. It is less of <laughs> even drawing on some Robotnik yeah, okay. uh, theses and more of. Uh, Jim Carrey playing Jim Carrey in a Sonic movie. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, the, the, the vibe I think they're drawing most from, and I can't believe that I'm about to say this, is Sonic Adventure 2, mm. where uh, the main villain slot does kind of get slid out of the way for, for other characters like Shadow and, and Rouge. <sighs> but I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting them to have like a Sonic Adventure 2-style war room where generals are sitting around around the president in a circle and say things like, we have 0500 hours to neutralize Sonic the Hedgehog before he collects the last of the Chaos Emeralds. <laughs> like, the like weird military <laughs> aspect of SA2 is something that people have been making fun of for decades. I can't say decades, because it's been multiple decades since the game's, well, almost. One more year, and then it'll be 20. Uh, I, I just want to issue a Sonic the Hedgehog correction here. It's actually going to be two years before Sonic Adventure 2 is 20. 
Can I ask a scientific question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I yes, don't know, you can. man. So, breaking down the trailer, right? So, the, the, the first bit we're introduced, uh, our introduction to Sonic the Hedgehog, Mr. Sonic, um, is that he's going 760 kilometers an hour, right? Or Jeez. miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which is pretty fast, as I, as far as I understand. Yes. And there's a point in the trailer where there's like nine bajillion rockets being fired at him. <laughs> And he uh, <laughs> has enough time to quote that he'd done nine million steps and also then drums, drum solos the rockets out of existence. Uh, yet he can't dodge a taser a dart, dart yeah, yeah, to yeah. his leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. Sonic the Hedgehog gets fucking shot with a gun. That, that's his poor, poor riding. Can someone explain the continuity of that No, to no, me? this is poor riding. That's it's garbage riding. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect? I didn't say it was going to be a good movie. <laughs> it's just going to be fun to watch. That's it. That's just people who don't know how to write properly. I mean, that might be a little harsh. But, like, you know, you have to think of these things when you put out a movie. I like I like also that. Do you remember, do you remember the, like, uh, leaked, like, uh, artwork for the concept? Yeah. And they had, they had Sonic sitting on a police car with Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. I like how they've downgraded to James Marsden instead of it being Chris Pratt. Oh no! Chris Pratt was like, "Oh no, oh no." Yeah, it's also like going to be a buddy cop drama where where they quip together. How 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 is James Marsden going to keep up? I know, right? Like, why is Sonic sitting in a car? <laughs> just don't fucking get they, it. I don't understand. Why didn't they make the, the, the side character talk? The the black lady was there, and she just didn't talk the whole trailer. They, like, cut her out. It was weird. She's there. She's a character. Did you notice it? <laughs> Did mm. anyone notice? Kind of. <laughs> was, was she at the elevator in the end? No, she was in other parts. You just didn't <sighs> see her because they didn't really focus on you. were focusing on the blue hedgehog, but, like, it's... She's there. She's a character. Got to get a tab open. She's she's definitely a character there. And, and she doesn't talk the entire time. Not even one line. <laughs> I will Jesus admit, I did Christ. like some of the Jim Carrey one-liners. I like the, uh, the, is that all you got? No. Why, thank you for asking. Yeah, yes, that that is that is old school Jim Carrey. That is and, what I mean, I'll watch it for. Obviously, it's not as nuts as, like, The Mask, but it's old school Jim Carrey. And... That's what I'm going to see. I'm going to see that. I don't... The main guy... What's his name again? Sonic. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. No, 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 no. No, not... The, the actor. The, oh. the, the white dude. James nice eyes. Yeah, him. I don't... Like... I don't know if he's going to be good or not. He's usually decent in movies, but really... I really hope that is a Sonic Robotnik movie. That's what I want. I don't want to yeah. hear about generals. I don't want to see about the army. I don't want to see any of that. I just want like, Robotnik and Sonic. That's shortly, it. Shortly before I saw, I, I think one of the, the top posts on Reddit today is like, first look of Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. And it's not in his Dr. Robotnik costume. At the very end of the trailer, you see Jim Carrey actually kind of pull off a Dr. Robotnik look. Why didn't they use that costume? Yeah, somehow has lost his hair somehow. I'm actually kind of, kind of happy and also freaked out that Jim Carrey has the same haircut as me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at least you Ooh, don't have boy. that mustache. I hope he lets it out. Let's out all the crazy. I wish I had that fucking mustache. Yeah, just like... Do you reckon that's a real Jim Carrey mustache or that's a fake? Oh, it's gotta... Hey, you know I what? Know. It doesn't These take days, long. dude, with him, 
It yeah. might be I've never real, seen Jim Carrey with a mop. I've seen him with a beard. For, for like a two-month shoot, you could you could just grow it out and then shave it off when you're done. It is very thin. I thought Robotnik might have a bit of a more bushy... Uh... I mean, that's a cartoon, though. I thought they were going to put him in a fat suit. <laughs> Matt, talking about a cartoon, we've seen a fucking blue CGI hedgehog on the screen. Uh. Legs! He has legs! Uh. He looks gross, it, dude. It's it's weird when the the long the the wide shot when you see him in his full glory. I was like, oh uh, no! He still looks like a, a <laughs> naked furry man with a weird helmet, like an over animated helmet that's like suspiciously more animated than the rest of the model. Also, I don't know about you guys, but. Do you have any idea what the plot line for this film is? <laughs> like, something comes to Earth, the U.S. Army employs Robotnik to catch him for whatever reason. Sonic says something like, I've got to save your planet. But for, for, like, what is going on? They, they don't want to reveal too much, I guess, of the plot. Oh, they're, they're very story-heavy, detailed plot. I don't remember any of the plot. Like, like SA2's story scenes are a blur. What is burned into my brain, though, is, is the noise that Tails Robot makes when it's, you lock on George, to stuff. I, George, I think it's very clear to you and I and Matt that nobody who worked on this movie ever played a Sonic game. But the, the war room with the generals going, we have oh, 1,400 hours. Like, that's... <laughs> That, how do you come up with that imagery unless you giggle at how stupid the imagery of SA2 is? Like, I feel like there's an element of camp there. Like, that someone on the team knows how dumb Sonic has gotten and is probably laughing along with us when seeing shit like his teeth. Do you reckon they've got a more... <laughs> Like, look at his teeth. <laughs> his fucking teeth. Do you reckon they've got more of a free pass now? Detective Pikachu is a thing. Like when they were making it, they were like, "Oh, we know how people are going to respond to this." And then Detective Pikachu comes out, and they're like, "Oh my god, we can get away Pikachu with anything." Didn't have legs. Pikachu didn't have legs. Hairy little naked man legs. And being slain by fan favorite Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say who's voicing Sonic? Actually, uh, that's a good point. That's a Google. That's a Google. That's Sonic. a Google. We'll be right back after this uh, sponsor. Go see Sonic in cinemas now. Ben, ben Schwartz. Uh, he plays John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. Wait, oh, I know who he is. I know who he is. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few episodes of that. I should be able to spot him. Sonic the Hedgehog is voiced by... What? Um, Jaleel Ben Schwartz. White? Why is... Wait, what? Um, make sure you're looking for the movie voice actor, not the video game voice actors. Wait, I didn't know that... I didn't know he was voicing Sonic at any point in his career. <laughs> oh, this guy did Bojack Horseman. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Steve Urkel voiced the Hedgehog? <laughs> oh yeah, Steve Urkel did Sonic for a little while in the 90s. What? This is like finding out that that Mark did uh did the Joker. I didn't know until years later. I watched the cartoons. Mark Hamill. Great. What? <laughs> that was this his is biggest role since Star Wars. Okay, you know. What? Yeah, um, Steve Herkel is the kids. If you're getting molested, that's no good, Sonic. <laughs> no. Yeah, Steve Urkel voiced uh, Sonic when when he was doing the Sonic Says lessons on how to call the police when when the adults are getting too touchy. Oh, yo. I'm trying to look for it. <laughs> now I just so, uh, don't even care. So, yeah. Yeah, um, in, in 93. 
Holy that's crap. our that's our reaction. That's that's our impression. That's that's what people uh, uh, yeah. give the big clicks to on the internet these days, right? Right. Song to Hedgehog, ninety three to ninety four. Crazy. Wow. Okay. Wow. That was a blast from the past. Love that guy. <laughs> <clears throat> a lot of mistakes from the nineties are uh, showing up here on this podcast today. <laughs> What we are looking for again. Anyways. <laughs> You're not allowed to just use that every time. Speaking of weird looking faces though, I'm I'm actually surprised <laughs> that they didn't go back and redo the model like some rumors had speculated they would do. Cause it looks nothing. Both Sonic and Robotnik look nothing at all like like their game characters. Well, I get I, Sonic's a blue furry animal of some sort, sure, but they they do look. He does look like Sonic. He just looks like a weird, weird <laughs> version of it, <laughs> like a parody version of Sonic. Like if you were going to a different oh, time. Oh, can I also bring up another point that is just like peak? Why this movie is an utter disaster. <laughs> <laughs> they used gangsters parody. Yeah, what was I, the I was. That? I heard that and I was like, "What? What's, what's going on? What's, what's going on here? What's, go, what's going on? There's a bunch of white people around. This, this is this is weird. This is weird. What's Why? happening? It's the same Why? thing. <laughs> Why did they use gangsters paradise? It's like I heard walk it out to uh, the Secret Life of Pets too when I went to go see Avengers. And I was just like, I mean, Kevin Hart's voicing and everything. I was like, I don't know. Like, it's just, I heard Walk It Out. And it was a full song. It wasn't wow. just, it had and, words and in it. So it was just weird. It was just weird. Uh, you guys don't know Walk It children's Out, Children's movie? Uh, I, I, I Walk It Out. Walk It Out. No, no. Okay. No, I, no, I remember. Like dance craze back in the day. I, I remember 2007. <laughs> you looked it up. You looked it up, damn it. <laughs> no, I. Anyways, it was a very popular song. Yeah, I'm sure it was. In your hood. <laughs> this has this trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog has a, a 50% dislike ratio. Okay, okay. I'm predicting another <laughs> thing that's going to happen that's going to be just as infuriating as the movie itself. And that is the inevitable fans who take Sonic way too damn seriously, getting way too offended at this piece of trash. I'm going to enjoy this piece of trash. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to enjoy it. Just like, just like we said from like months ago. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm, I think it turned out way better than expected. You so. guys were giving me the benefit of the doubt. You guys were making fun of me for wanting to make the best of this garbage ride. I'm going to enjoy it. This, gonna be, this gonna be good. garbage truck ride along. Um, so final verdict. I'm going it's to. It's a watch for me. <laughs> it's definitely a watch for me. I can't believe that I'm actually going to see this. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend money. I'm going to spend money like, to see this okay. in theaters. And I don't yeah. do that. This is, is going to make me feel alive. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy the pre-sales tickets. <laughs> Look at me. I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to, like, enjoy it in a normal way. I'm going to, like, snicker and giggle and make the best of it. But at least I'll, like, be thinking human thoughts. George. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> VR? Is that was that what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, this one might be for for Liam and me. Uh, we played 
Well, I'm assuming I, that, that you break. also played yeah. the um, Mario and Zelda Nintendo Labo VR modes that that got dropped. I didn't play the. Uh, I didn't play Mario. I just played Zelda. Okay. Okay. So. You want to like like simultaneously uh, drop our first impressions down after a three, two, one countdown? Yeah, okay. Three, two, one. It was not k- good. kind of underwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, phew. I oh god, I'm glad because because I didn't I didn't want to like have a grift with you on this one. No, it's 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 arguably undefensible. Indefen- indefensible. There's sorry. there's a lot of points to argue. For, first of all, is is their their implementation of, of the head motion to camera system. Um, I was <laughs> hoping for a one to one like direct correlation between the head movements that you're making in real life and the movements you're making in the game, which had me worried about this uh, dealio they have with uh, you holding the strap up to your fork head all the time and what you're supposed to do in in certain positions like like lying down or or looking down but it turns I did out lie down. you can do that because it's you can just turn the off right the motion stick. controls which you should because it makes you feel violently sick if you don't oh man i'm wondering if if i I, I didn't start feeling violently. Well, violently. I didn't start oh, feeling. Oh, it makes you bad. It makes you feel bad. Like I didn't... if you have if you have the motion controls at like one to one with your head, and it and it doesn't move it left or right. It it orbits Link. It's the same exact camera system so that dumb. the game was already in, which which it's really dumb. Orbits and looks down from above and, and tries to make uh, uh, nice cinematic angles of, of Link being small against the backdrop. But that means that like if you pull your head upwards and look to the sky, the camera zooms out and backwards and looks up yeah. instead of just and looking also, up like your head. You're not using a controller with that, so it doesn't feel tactile enough. Whereas, you know, when you're using VR and you're moving left or right, that feels natural. Whereas in this, you can't ever orient yourself to understand where to move your head quite enough. Like, do I move right to move the camera right, or do I move left? Like, it's the opposite to, like, how you would actually... Like, if you were holding a controller, you'd hold left to spin the camera left around Link so you can see more of the right side of things. Where in your head, if you're using that as the motion controls, it just doesn't work. You never can figure it out, and it just fucking jumps all over the place, and it, ugh, it's puke-inducingly bad. Uh, you you also have some UI elements that I don't know about you, but they're kind of far on the periphery for me, like like hard. Yeah, meter. you have to like crush your eyes to kind of squint down to the bottom <laughs> yeah. to see them. Yeah, like like glance to the left really hard without moving your head, and you'll feel what it feels like to look at your health meter and. And in the Zelda VR mode, um, there's there's a graphic downgrade and some frame chugs, but I think that's like the least offensive, or at least like the most expected. Um, I don't know that once you turn off the motion controls and stuff, and then you play it like a Zelda game, that's the only thing you can focus on. Because the good thing about this, and there are positives to this, in the sense that for one, you don't have to pay for it; it's a free update, so you know that's fine. Uh, and also, you're playing via Labo VR, which is pretty inexpensive. So the barrier to entry for this is pretty incredible, and you can play the whole way through Zelda via Zelda in VR, which is also pretty incredible. So, but the only thing you can really focus upon then is the pixelation and the graphical downgrade. 
And whilst you are playing Breath of the Wild in VR, which is an incredible thing, the sense of scale is amazing, like truly amazing The sense in terms of the sense of scale. It's just not good enough. You just can't see anything. Yeah, the resolution is not kind to distant objects, and scale it's is great. It's not even kind to Link's face. You can't even see. It's so pixelated. You can't even, at the standard camera width between Link and where the camera position is, you can't even see the detail on his face. Yeah. I I was uh, preoccupied with thoughts of of emulating the game in Simu, running it through Vorpex, setting up an open track profile to turn head movements into analog stick movements, and how one could theoretically get a smoother, sharper version of this running up on a PC VR system. It would be incredible, for sure. There is a sense of scale to this that I haven't really experienced anywhere else. Because, like, if you go to, like, the certain villages, you feel like you're very much there and then when you stand under like the the guardian beasts or whatever they're called i forget what they're called the divine beasts yeah like especially the bird one in the sky you're like holy shit that's massive that's really bloody big Ah, see, like, as as someone used to this stuff i was more impressed by how the pop-in was seeming to work for things that were close up to me like i played through the great plateau tutorial and during cutscenes and when looking down from high up is when I noticed it the most. Not so much in regular gameplay. But and unless I like pressed Link up real close against some blades of grass or some falling leaves and it looked like they were popping out at me. That was cool, I guess. It's, yeah, it's kind of hard <sighs> to even play the game normally as well in this mode. It's kind you're, of like you're clearly the, the, not meant to. <laughs> well, it's it's just it makes me feel a bit sick. It just yes, it's not it's not meant to work this way. I feel like what I did is I didn't even boot up a new game. I just went to my save file and I transported all over the map to like different landmarks to see the sort of scale tour. or to jump off or to jump off things and stuff like that. Like jumping off things and soaring with the with the abseiling thing is pretty cool. But it's more like a stereoscopic 3D mode than it is a VR yeah, mode. Yeah, and it's kind of annoying because when you press the pause button and it goes to, like, the menu screen, the mm -hmm. menu screen basically goes into, like, the P PlayStation VR cinematic type mode. Yeah, and that's how cutscenes are, too. And I like, was like, I'd, I'd actually kind of just want to play the game like this. There's there's just a little bit of stereoscopy, but as far as the immersion of, of head movements translating into a point of view that carries some kind of presence between yourself, your, your own body, and the character in the game, like, that stuff is not happening at all. It does kind of just feel like you're a weird, ever-present ghost on the shoulder. Which can be cool. In some third-person games are able to do VR really well. It's weird seeing Nintendo not get it when their other demo demonstrates that they at least get it. Uh, yeah. The, the Mario stuff is also kind of underwhelming, but it's at least pulled off following a lot more of, of the standard rules and expectations that, that VR games have kind of developed around themselves and and that is that uh 
Your point of view does not move without any input from you. Sometimes you'll get slingshotted to a new camera angle, but it can be a little annoying in that respect because Mario can run off away towards the horizon line while you're still back there, and it'll turn into a little little speck and get cluttered up by scenery, but that's part of the level design that they've made, which is very VR, it's very Astrobot, but Astrobot also has the controller gimmicks and like some moves where you headbutt bosses that your little platformer hero is also fighting at the same time. And I I wonder how much inspiration of Astrobot was really in there, because I was hoping for for a little more of that. But it's really a a little pack of three Mario Odyssey levels that, uh, again, are, are levels that were already in the game, but with coins and collectibles placed in more VR-friendly angles that have line of sight with your point of view. But um, unlike with Zelda, you, get, you do get the one-to-one head movements to camera movements, and you'll be swiveling around in your office chair a lot to try to follow Mario. When Mario's uh, far away from the camera and then up close to the camera, you do get a consistent sense of scale. And he really looks like a creepy, bubbly little cartoon boy running around a, a table in front of you if you position the camera just right. But ultimately, the resolution on the display is so low that that, that, uh, that the toyetic effect, when, when stereoscopic 3D looks like it's popping out to appear on a table in front of you, is something that I've noticed in both experiences only happening for objects close to the camera. And I'm, I'm a little intrigued now to, to see what this looks like through the PSVR headset, because uh, some Japanese human on Twitter found found a hack where you can plug the Switch's HDMI cable into a PSVR, set it to VR mode, and have it display there with motion controls turned off, which sounds like the better way to play the Zelda mode anyway. So, I don't... I'm having a crisis here. Like, this was this was the system seller. This was the reason we bought this stuff. We both were like kind of on the fence until they announced these modes and now that they're here what's the point of living well i i don't know ah! come on we, we we all we all knew this was going to happen we all knew that the switch's screen wasn't big enough for this you know we all we all, we all knew this was going to happen i i kind of hoped that there would uh there would be more more game design tricks to make up for it and and what nintendo magic yeah the nintendo magic is there's some of that there with the blaster but not elsewhere like the rest of it is very prototypical and cheap feel it, feeling P- prototypical i don't know it's not it's not it's not an archetype of vr it feels like a prototype of vr that's what i mean by prototypical <laughs> i mean the fact that it works is pretty impressive anyway the fact that you could just freaking play the whole of zelda if you wanted to and it's there for free is kind of pretty amazing but yeah free misses the mark 70 dollars I mean, the update is free. You could, you could hack together your own VR kit. I mean, it's just fisheye goggle lenses. With, with lenses? Oh my god. Someone without this headset could plug it into their PSVR headset and kind of sort of get the same... Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I want to see that happen. I want to see some, some emulator... I uh, I'll be playing with that. I will I will plug in my my wrist for that. Th- th- this week I'm gonna try to get out my 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 GDC videos I started making a fucking month ago. Um, the pressure is on. And next week I'll uh, try to be making some some Nintendo VR stuff I started playing with two fucking weeks ago. So what else has has been happening in 
in your yeah. world, guys. I played Mar. Um, I was about to say Marvel vs. Capcom. I played <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom Two is on the brain. Um, MK11. I beat the story. Play some. Did you oh, have shit, to? You, uh, wow, one of us has actually been playing that. Grind yeah, for, yeah. for microtransactions you know, I tried to or keep current. You know, I was gonna do Days Gone. I'm, I'm interested. Ooh, but I if fit, yeah, are, are the rumors greatly exaggerated, or are they on point? How how bad is is the grind here? The microtransactions. Uh, well, yeah, you, yeah. There, there's. So you have to do like the tower, in order to get currency. I didn't go too deep into it because I just don't. I just don't. I avoid it <laughs> at all costs. Um, the thing is to unlock these other like costumes and stuff like that. You have to pay money, from what I can see in the in the store. I, I heard that and they all that you cost have to like five dollars each to pay unlock, for like, brutalities different. in this one, which is a little offensive to me. So the first one is unlocked, and then the second one is locked, but you can still do them if you remember the code. So I would pull up my um, my phone, look up how to do them. <laughs> so to unlock them so you can actually see them in your menu, you have to do the tower. And the tower is where you get, I guess, most of your currency to buy stuff. Um, and... People are complaining that that's the grind, but I don't grind. <laughs> I don't do that unless it's a game I ask. Like I will grind in Path of Exile, but I was just I don't grind anymore that much. Yeah. You know? So any game like, uh, for instance, uh, what's that other game that I played that had something like this? Um, Shadow of Mordor. At the end of the game, you have to grind to get like the the ending ending. Oh um, no! Yeah, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." <laughs> I quit the game right there. Some, some peace walker <laughs> shit. I get the guy. Yeah. Oh, God, man, oh, that was ten yeah, years ago. That has walker. been established. That is the new normal. I fear. Yeah. And I don't like it. Just kind of, just kind of yeah. makes me feel like video games in general ain't what they used to be. So, um, another thing, you can either beat the story. Uh, or get to chapter six, I believe, to unlock Frost, which is a, like a Sub-Zero character. Um, or you can pay for her. Okay. Isn't that interesting? That's that's fascinating. Yes, yes. Indubitably. So you can either spend a couple hours in the easy story and skip. You can skip through all of it and get to her. Beat her and then unlock her, or pay was it like six bucks to unlock her right away? The weirdest thing, and I guess that taps into what you know what these these guys always say. These guys in suits. Um, oh, you know we respect the the player's time. The triple A. <laughs> Two hours isn't a lot of time. It's a. <laughs> Like it's like two it's or three a, hours. I a think. bit of an evening. I mean, I mean, I would say at least less you can two hours if a... you skip everything because this is a lot of story and it's it's not all good. But what about that Jax ending? Where, I don't where know what he goes that back is. in time and, and the frees the slaves. I think that's the tower. Oh wait, that's not part of the the main story. Mm -mm. Yeah, oh, I thought it was super adorable. Takes you through like multiple characters, lets you try them out. That's what it's there for. 
Is it like the other NetherRealm games where the, the cutscenes will like swoop from fight to fight and you just seamlessly start in the middle of the cutscene? Yeah, see, it does do that. Not I think the last one I played the story of was 9 and when they started doing it and it was pretty fun. Um, this one is a little bit like more story heavy, I would say. <laughs> so you're Weird. waiting there for a bit, a good bit before you fight again. And the fighting is good, I would say. The fighting is good. I mean, the the combos are pretty incredible to do. I, you know, I'm just not that good at fighting games. <laughs> so I never spend that much time to get actually good. So, um, you know, it's good for, you know, being able to do the basic combos, you know, punch, punch, kick, kick, down, punch. You know, I could do some of those, but not, not be actually good to beat anybody good. Um, but, yeah. It, it's fun. It was fun. It was fine. As long as it's fun, that's all that matters. I'm yeah, sure you'll fine. still beat me. I rented it. It cost me $7 to rent it for three days. Like, it, I got my $7 worth. Yeah. So, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Renting is, is neat. Yeah. I, uh, I've not not enough kids do that these days. Yeah. I, it's Redbox is like the stuff. Man. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, that's MK11. And supposedly they're taking out a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, apparently Ed Boon does not, he's like sending out tweets. Cause there was like this story saying that, uh, um, like the switch version had $6,000 worth of stuff you can buy. Like if you wanted to unlock everything and it was $6,000 or 6,000 hours, which is more valuable. Oh, well, yeah. Well, apparently it's false and you know, it was data mined wrong and you know, Ed Boon was getting... I, I never see these tweets where they kind of lose their mind a little bit. It's like, oh, LOL. Oh, my God. The 6,000 story is complete bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's... And it, all these little, like, um, face emotes. Like, it's yeah. weird to see... I did actually see that. <laughs> it's weird to see these guys do professionals, it. Professionals, you know? Yeah. yeah, professionals. Old men as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Everyone's like, what, 48 or whatever? Yeah, it's... And I know they've done this before, but it's well, just... well, we'll talk more about Ed Boon's character later. Yeah, it's weird, man. But yeah, yeah, that's MK11. Um, it's fine if you like fighting games. I mean, rent it, see how you like it. But it's it's a fighting game. I I never spend money on a fighting game like to like buy it because I know I'm just gonna drop it. The only thing I've ever bought was Street Fighter because a little bit of nostalgia, and I actually wanted to learn it at one point. Oh, you got, you got a stick for, for that, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And um, was, I noticed that I didn't have enough it? time to be as good because basically what happens at launch, you have that, that, that window to fight everyone else that's at your level to get better, right? Mm-hmm. If you miss that window, you're fighting everyone who is left, which are the good people. <laughs> And then you mm-hmm. just never, you never get really better. You just have to constantly sit and practice combos, 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 combos instead of fighting people. I mean, you still have to practice combos to actually get like incredibly good. But I just wanted to be like decently good, you know. I could do a couple combos here and there. But uh, yeah, you can't fight anyone your level anymore. You're you're fighting people who are are you know they're putting the time in. This is the game that they play. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't have time for that. 
<laughs> I didn't have time for that. I wouldn't have time for it for three days. I didn't have time for anything else. But yeah, yeah, that's that's MK11. Nice. I uh, I went back in time a little bit to seven years ago. Oh. And I finally purchased a game I played a demo for seven years ago. Okay. <laughs> See, they work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, seven years later. <coughs> I bought Dragon's Dogma for the Switch. You did it? You were, like, apprehensive about it a yeah. week ago. I, I, yeah, I was apprehensive because, you know, coming off the back of Sekiro, Sekiro took me, like, fucking 60-plus hours. I didn't want to immediately commit to another massive... RPG. Yeah. But with it being on Switch, you know, it's portable. It feels a little more accessible. I can piecemeal my time with it. Uh, but I but I bought it, and uh, I've been playing it. I've only put in maybe about 10 hours or so okay, so that's, far. That's good. Okay. How is it? It still feels pretty piecemeal. And uh, it's good. I can see why it's a... It's more of a cult classic than anything. How's the port? The port is pretty good, but I feel like, I don't know whether it's Dragon's Dogma or it's the port itself. I feel like due to what the issues are, it's more to do with Dragon's Dogma than a port is, this game is janky. (laughs) Like, jank with a J, janky. Yeah. I believe that's how it it was at... In the beginning, too. Yeah, I I feel like I remember the people saying that like it's something you have to kind of overcome to, you enjoy know, truly yeah. enjoy it for what it is. And when you get into it, like the set pieces and the combat, the combat especially is like fantastic. It feels great. It feels super customizable. There's so much depth to it. It's, I mean, it's directed by It's No, the guy who made Devil May Cry. So, well, the director of Devil May Cry. So you know, it's got some form of combat prowess in it and it's really great but the, like the the moment to moment kind of stuff is so janky it reminds me so much of old school ps2 games it, it was around that era almost but those are the no, best it, games it, it was playstation 3 like onwards oh, okay. and it definitely retains some of that like if it was janky on ps3 like compared to some games now especially coming off the back of the highly polished Sekiro, it is uh it is interesting and i feel like that that's doing dragon's dogma more of a disservice than it deserves because it is pretty great but it's like you go into like houses and they're like empty and you can just loot <laughs> them and like nobody nobody will do anything about it you can like you run around and you try and talk to people but you accidentally bump into them and they do that weird bump off animation and they have to wait for like 10 seconds to talk to them you're just reminding me that one of the very first things that happens in breath of the wild is is the old man gets mad at you for taking the apple lying in front of him like even <laughs> Zelda has uh, has started throwing in gags that make fun of that stuff. It's great. You go into like an inn in the first town in Dragon's Dogma. You go into an inn and this person will sell you stuff. But you can just literally walk around their house robbing them. And they don't do anything. It's amazing. And there, uh, there was this. Uh, I was showing somebody that you can uh, you can like fire arrows at people and they don't do anything. That'll teach them. And and like I fired an arrow at a guy and he ran away. And I was like, oh shit. Oh, no, I thought you could, like, hurt them, but it was actually just the the soldiers, and they were, like, not bothered. They had arrows sticking out of their heads and did not care. But the, the like, sort of normal NPCs would run away, and I, I, ran, I ran with this NPC to see where he went, and he went into this barn, and it was, like, a hard right turn. 
and I couldn't see where he went. So he went and ran into this barn. And when I ran into the barn, he just disappeared. I'm imagining the two of you, like, like drifting after each other, <laughs> kicking up dust. Well, it was so funny because he just runs, he just disappears. And that's obviously where his, like, exit point is in the scene. <laughs> and then I did it to another NPC to test it, just out of pure curiosity. Ran after her for, like, five minutes to this barn. And she turns into the barn and just disappears as well. And I'm like, yep. It's full on old school jank. It's great. It's it's so great. It's like you do the prologue, and then you if you die in the prologue, it just like cuts to black. <laughs> You're like, what's going on? It just cuts to black, and then the game begins. There's no, there's no like text. There's no nothing. It just the game begins after you die, and it's like, oh, oh okay, then let's let's do this now. It's super janky, but I'm enjoying it. And being able to play it on the Switch, like, in portable mode and stuff, is... I am tempted. Really fucking cool. I've, I've dabbled in Dragon's Dogma before. Ge generally liked it. It looks like a time obligation, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard, like, 100... It's like, it's like if you want to get the ending, it's like 80 to 100 hours. And I'm oh like, I don't think I'll God. get there, but the journey... Holy hell. I'm a fan of things like Dark Souls and Shadow of the Colossus. I'm sure I would like it. It's just that is what has always been turning me off all these years, is that time. Hmm. I don't think I'll ever get to the end. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things where it's such an investment. But the journey the journey to that point to play and enjoy. The combat's great. They have set pieces. I fought a Hydra. I climbed the Hydra. One of the amazing things about Dragon's Dogma, it has a very similar system to Shadow of the Colossus, where you can grab hold of things. Like you can, you can sort of parkour your way around. If you can grab ledges and stuff, you can, you can sort of get yourself into positions you really shouldn't be. But you can also like grab onto enemies, and then you have like a stamina bar, and you can climb these enemies. And it's kind of like really unique. If if an enemy like I was fighting a like a. Uh, would you say chimera chimera type thing and um it had its leg like straight so i was climbing up its leg straight but then when it bent its leg i could like go over the fold the crease of its leg and climb faster across and stuff like that it's really like dynamic and then when i was fighting the hydra i could climb all the way up its neck onto its head and then like start stabbing its head you just have to hold on it's really cool some of the set pieces can be pretty great yeah yeah might, yeah. might want to try it out. It's it's co-op, right? I mean, it's it's a modern uh, classic. People, co it's not co-op. No, but oh. you can download other people's porn pornography. <laughs> wait, 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 huh? Huh? You can download other people's pawns. On uh, so so I know there was that like weird slave trading mechanic where you yeah. like make a mercenary and sell it to other players. <laughs> Are yeah. people like like like? Is there they're a fetish pawns. for that? <laughs> no, they're just called pawns, like chess pawns. P A W N. Pawns. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, Liam. Matt, do you want to download my pawn? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I'm highly I'm highly offended by this. Uh, well, you get over it. I want to see some Matt pawn. No. <laughs> It'll be lo lots of hair. <laughs> on the floor at the barbershop. So you guys, you guys I saw movies. I see George and Matt team up to make porn. <laughs> I 
Can you guys so help out many, my board together? So many race jokes I could make, but. Oh. <laughs> Do we yeah. have like an interracial porn? You guys saw movies, right? They're like real normal movies that weren't porn. Wait, wait, okay. Let me, let me. I did watch a lot of stuff. So Netflix, Little Chill, The Upgrade. Watch that. If you like sci-fi, watch that. It's good. It's good. Whoa, no one knows Matt, about it. Come on. It's good. We're running out of time now. We have to talk about something. It's, okay. Yeah, you guys have been preparing this for a couple of weeks. You guys got the spoiler chat. You've you've been. You've I been... specifically, I specifically fucking went to the cinema on purpose for you, Matt. Marvel's Avengers Four: The Final Chapter Endgame spoilers until like an hour and five minutes in. All right, all right. I don't know how much George cut out last time when I was talking about <laughs> Captain Marvel, but all I want to say is I wonder why they she wasn't in it. She was barely in it. I wonder why. Maybe because she sucks. <laughs> Maybe Are you like because she sucks. Are you stomping across the floor right now? It sounds like you're stomping. I'm i I'm just saying, Liam, Liam. Yeah. She was Yeah. She came in. Oh ho, spoil spoil spoilers. <laughs> It's fine. I, Spoilers, I, we're, getting, we're getting into the end game. I, I, we, I we both saw the end game. Um, I, I, I want to clarify that I don't like hate not watch this stuff. It's just I never George got saw started. the end game too. Uh, yeah, everything sure. George says is entirely true. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, they all get together and bang. Yeah, bad they guys. Really that's, do. that's the wrong one. You downloaded the wrong one. Oh, you downloaded. You, down, you downloaded Matt's <laughs> well, Usually, accident. when it says XXX, it's a parody. Usually. <laughs> But yeah, remember that part where they, they beat up the bad guys and save the day and have they a certainly beat off the bad guys in your version. I, I I imagine that one of them comes like really close to death and gets brought back at the last minute. Does that? Yeah, remember that scene? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. <laughs> all right. All right. So, the end game. What did you think, Leo? What, what was your thoughts? <laughs> I. Did you like it or did you? I really liked it. Mm. I I really liked it for numerous reasons in regards to for all of the problems you can bring up with uh, the idea of messing with time travel, which we all know kind of never really works. Yeah. But time travel isn't a real thing. There's no real defined laws about it. Um, until we start throwing drones into black holes. Until we do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in regards to this being a cap... A curtain call upon 20 plus other movies also to live up to Infinity War from last year as a part one. They pretty, they, they pretty fucking, they did it. Like they they yeah. really did it. They really, really did it. Like, how hard, I, like, and there's nothing to compare it to. Like, I, the only thing I can think of is Lord of the Rings. And mm. Lord, of the Ring, Lord of the Rings is a, is a three-part thing. This yeah. is like a 20-plus part with so many different characters, with so many different powers, with so many different levels. A lot of references. A lot Tons. of references, a lot of story I, beats, and, like, the idea of then doing what they do in the first 10 minutes of this film and... Not first 10 minutes, the first half an hour of this film, and then going off 
and doing something entirely different that harks on some nostalgia but also kind of makes sense to then bring it to this epic conclusion with this third act that is the biggest fucking epic battle. I, I want to clarify that, that I don't like like hate not watch this stuff so much as I've just never gotten started but every time it's been cool to see people come together over stuff like this because yeah. media television movie events are becoming increasingly rare as as streaming and specialization kind of blocks out the the mass marketable it, series is that everyone will, seems to be watching at once that's that's not as common as it used will, to be and that's cool there will no doubt be something similar but marvel seems to have attuned to the whole planet like there is something about marvel in the way the way Marvel works, like it's quirky heroes, <laughs> like the recognizable, like but the humor with the combat and like it, it seems to hit on a lot of levels. Some of the solo films are just dog shit, which is fine, but they all they all piece together to something larger, and this is the large part of it. And they they really pull it off with some issues, but they pull it off, and I liked it. Yeah, the, the scavenger hunt was a you know. I mean, it, it was the best it could be. Uh, I like the idea of doing it. Like, I also, Paul Rudd got his moment, man. Yes, it's all about Paul dude. Rudd. I can't believe he, like, this guy was on YouTube, man, doing Photoshop tutorials, man. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> you you ever seen You Suck at Photoshop? Really? I think, I think that's him, yeah. My damn channel. You started damn- as a YouTube. I think he oh, like I don't oh, think he's oh. ever connected to this thing now. My dad's yeah, channel. I'm looking Paul. at his uh, bio. It, it looks like he did have like a little acting career going for a while, then went to YouTube. Now is back acting in super big roles. Yeah, there Wait, he is. No, My he's damn always channel. Always been an actor. Wow. And he was in um, he was in a couple clips there, and then I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> Donnie from um, You Suck at Photoshop. So it's 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 crazy. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Like Donald Glover was the same way. But um, I just want to say, hold up, are, are you guys there? Like, what's going on here? Hey, We're oh, here. okay. We're oh, here. Like, it got so quiet. It got so. It's, no, I, I didn't I'm, hear any I'm snickering. I'm loving that Paul Rudd love. <laughs> Paul Rudd, Rudd love. I'm glad Paul. <laughs> the, he was in the funniest scene. That um. In the movie for me, uh, it was the taco when he was putting out the taco <laughs> and he had the That's taco pretty... in his hand and all of a sudden hipster Hulk and then, and then the, the spaceship lands and blows everything inside the taco out. <laughs> Press F for Paul Rudd's taco. I am Googling Paul Rudd's taco now. It won't you won't be able to see it. it it's good. It's really good. Um, I like the, that is America's ass. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was pretty good. <laughs> he, he That's really America's did ass. Well, he really did well in this movie. Um, it, it's, it's crazy that a rat saved the universe, though. You know? Well. A rat. I mean, a rat butterfly effect and hit, all that. <laughs> hit the controls and got him out. And then it started the time travel thought process. It's really weird. For, and, and I want to say, black Captain America? No. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. What are they doing? When, that's, I mean, that's I mean, not going to happen. You could, you could go off that. 
You could go off and say that the Captain America ending at the end is pretty much something that spoils the entire film. What do you because mean? Because if you think about time travel problems prior to this, like, oh my god, that Captain America, like, ending is like, what are you doing? Like, did he, what, what happened? Like, the first Avengers film, like, Age of Ultron, does that just not happen anymore? Like, now Captain America's like 60 years old when, when that happens? Like, what? Like, what happens? How has this all happened? If he goes back in time and lives his life, like, then he wasn't there in the present to help them with Thanos. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wait, wait, what? Wait, wait, I'm confused. What do you mean? Like, well, the ending, right? Yeah. So he's an old man, yeah? Yeah. But if he goes back in time and changes the past by staying there and living there, or is there two, or is there two Captain Americas? There's two Captain Americas. Remember? There's two Captain Americas before, too. Oh, yeah, so he fights himself. So if he goes back in time... He goes back in time and keeps a low profile and just lives with his, his love of his life. He's good. Okay, okay. That's okay, what he did. Okay. He got a life. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I think what they did with Captain America was probably one of the best things of the film. Like, I, mean, I don't happy like him. him much. Like, he's very plain. You know, his films were, were, were fine, but he was just so plain. They're the worst, but okay. You know, um, they're what? <laughs> I don't like the Captain America films. Yeah, they're, I mean, they were fine. Yeah, like, the, the action was good, but... They're, they're too it's, American. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Captain America. Like, <laughs> but Did you, you can tell... Captain America movies are too American? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's so American. It's ridiculous. He's, what did you expect? His name it's is Captain still, America. It's, it's like plain it's white red, like, man. He's plain not white red. Bottoms British Chad. It's still so over the top. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. Endgame. Yeah, like when he goes back in time and meets himself and he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like he knows <laughs> yeah, yeah, who he was, was so and he grew. Yeah. And then when he gets Thor's <laughs> hammer, it's like you he's like, yeah, you know what? <gasps> that yeah, was the I best moment. I get that. That was the fucking best moment. Yeah, it's like I I you, you did earn that. And then you could tell that he changed, like, the him growing old, that kind of, it, it, it put a nail in a the coffin there. It's like, yeah, he did change. He kind of understands now what so Tony's been telling him. And I, I want to ask. Mm -hmm. I've never cried during a movie before, or even teared up. Mm -hmm. And I don't particularly care like too much about Marvel, but I have invested a lot of time in them. It's not like Lord of the Rings where I really had like a, a care. But mm -hmm. I did cry a little. So Good Iron Man dying. Um, okay. I, I cried. So, a little. A, a little? Just, just a little bit? Like on it, like honestly, like I don't, I can't even remember any time a movie has ever hit me, like to the point point of tears. And I don't think it was anything about the emotional beat of that moment. It just was like the accumulation of everything that was happening and that that point, that ending, that that Pepper being there, Pete and Tony yeah. kind of not even being awake to see them and. 
Yeah. So, okay. So, the cheeseburger line. Do you know the story about the cheeseburger? Uh, so, maybe, probably. So but with his daughter. All right. So Iron Man in the first Iron Man, um, he does a cheeseburger line, you know, after he comes back. Um, and it's because uh, when he used to do drugs, real, real life guy, Robert, um, that he hit rock bottom when he went to Burger oh, King. Oh, when he went to Burger King, it was the most disgusting thing he'd ever eaten. Yeah. And that's when he decided to change his life. And that's why he's in the movie. Right. Um, and when his kid in the movie says the cheeseburger line and in the first movie is where the line was delivered and the guy, the, the security guard is the guy who directed the first movie. <laughs> yeah. John Favreau. It, it, it's like a lot of that, a lot of that going on there. It, There's a lot of Robert Downey Jr. in that. It's not just necessarily like yeah, it's, Tony it, Stark. It's a lot of like, we've seen Robert Downey Jr. on the screen for a long time. That This is his ending. It's good. It, it was good. Um, Did you tear up? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I don't. I, everyone else did. The two girls next to me were like, and, and even yeah, my I was friends surprised here, I did. He was like, you know, like, man, man, that cheeseburger line, they got me, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it was good, though. Um, I think he died properly. We all knew he was going to leave because he didn't want to do any more of the movies. The contract was up. Um, he didn't want to be well, if any of stuck the in a helmet are die, for well, the next the two, the few The two guys years. who got endings it, it were the guys who were, yeah. Yeah. And it was only ever going to be those two. And... Um, yeah, I felt bad for I felt bad for Scarlett. For who? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay, her scene was pretty dope, though. Like them fighting uh, to die was pretty dope. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Like, like you're like, oh, he's gonna be him. Oh, it's gonna be her. Oh, it's gonna... Um, yeah, it was it was it was dope, and it yeah, it does suck for her. I I don't know if she. I I haven't looked up anything, but I don't. She didn't seem to be too into the role, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't just know. Felt bad. I'm talking about everybody my ass makes here. a big deal out of like Tony and stuff, and well, yeah, I get it. Yeah, Fan I mean, people had to die, that. but like, uh, I'm pretty sure some new people are going to come out. I mean, like, okay, the black Captain America thing. He's going to have to do something with his like. His beard, man. The beard ain't working for me. Like, if he's, if I'm gonna have to be looking at him, you know, just, I'm just gonna <laughs> get a little bulkier and then shave it off or something, you know, like, because he's good as an actor and he's funny. But my God, I want, I want, I want to see a little bit. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm worried about that. I don't think he's gonna be called Captain America. Maybe he's just gonna say. I forgot his name. The Hawk? <laughs> the flying yeah. guy? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he will become Captain America, though. Huh? You think he will? He'll take up the, he'll take up the monkey of Captain America, I think. It, it, is I, don't know, it, I don't know if he'll have, like, solo movies or anything, though, but he, I think he'll be... Nah. In role-wise, I think he'll though. be called Captain America. Can you imagine America. a Captain America movie? And he's black? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, it's it's insane to me. It is insane to think about. It's insane. Um, 
Yeah. yeah Black Panther teaming up and fucking... And War Machine kicking people? Yeah. Yeah, George, what do you think? Um, Did you see I up think at the it's, end? A, it's a travesty. Yeah, I was emotionally overwhelmed <laughs> by the experience. I like how we were of... talking about black characters becoming prominent. And George is like... It's a travesty. Oh fuck! Did I just do that? <laughs> I mean, no, never mind. It's fine. It's cool. It's great. Um, I agree with the consensus stance. <laughs> you guys uh, uh, want to talk about the the other big game this week? Yeah. Oh. I watched it yesterday. Uh, in terms of, of other seven year plus long franchises wrapping themselves up, I've I've heard oh, that. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. We're done. We're done with it. <laughs> are, are we? I don't. I don't know what I <laughs> talked myself into. I'm messing with you. Uh, I just want to hear like Liam's it. thoughts because Liam is staying away from it, and I'm going to force him to say something. Captain Marvel. Was it in it, Liam? <laughs> she was barely in it. You she was me barely in it. Nuts? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the line she gives, the line she gives is pretty smart of them to do so. What? Because they, well, I think it, I think it's less about Brie Lawson. It's more about Captain Marvel's like power level. But, but like, she was like, she was. I guess she wasn't meant to be the main character or something like that. Well, she's not, is she? And the line she says, there are many more planets suffering from this kind of thing. And it's like, well, because of Guardians of the Galaxy and, uh, you know, like Thor Ragnarok and stuff, we understand that there are, it's not just about Earth. It's not just about, like, Terra and that kind of thing. It's about, like, the whole universe now. And she obviously, while she is from Earth, she obviously has been around now for, like, 24, 30 years at this point being a hero in different parts of the universe so her saying there are many other planets suffering it made sense that it, she wouldn't turn up until Thanos was in that spot it, I'm just gonna say even though I just no, I it's not that I, I don't like her I just don't like her character that she plays like her Captain Marvel is just weird it's, it's weird that the way they used her it's weird it's she comes in, she does her Captain Marvel thing where she's like, I'm amazing. You guys are just, you know, peasants compared to me, that type of thing. Um, but she's for some reason, she's very helpful to everybody. That's is really a really weird character. Um, I, um, I, it's I really weird. She's was, all was, high and mighty, but she helps everybody. It's really weird. Um, but they use her as like a. I don't like how they used it. They, she should have had a more, just just one more line or something, because she just comes in and blows up some stuff, and then and that's it. That's that's who she blows is. up some stuff. She fucking annihilates Thanos's ship. Yeah, that's it. That that she's used as that. That's what she, she used as a, a big missile. Like that's what she is. I kind of get it. I can't. I kind of get it, though, because, like, in the beginning, she turns up because Nick Fury's disappeared. Obviously, she has a under, she has a tenuous link to Nick, and, like, yeah. then she finds out that it's all because Thanos destroyed 50% of the entire universe. And then she goes off because she can't really do anything for those guys. She kind of, like, fucks off and looks at other planets, which makes sense, considering, you know, she's not just 
Earth superhero. She's like the universe's superhero. Mm-hmm. And then when she turns up at the end, it's because Thanos is in that very spot. So it made sense for her to turn up to the spot where he is. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of okay with it. Yeah. She destroyed a ship in her own film. She destroyed this ship. Why would <laughs> if she, if she destroyed a ship in her own film? Why would she not be able to destroy Thanos's ship? So oh, no, there's no, some continuity. No, no. I'm fine. Look. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fine with destroying the ship. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. Her character was weird. I'd rather her not be in a lot of the film anyway. <laughs> She's a bit too sarcastic. Yes. There's, en- there's Her enough. There's already so enough garbage. There's already enough sarcasm in Marvel, like Tony and Rocket, Rocket Raccoon, and she doesn't do you know, it like, well though. Yeah. Like Robert does it well. Like you know, Rocket so, is fantastic. Oh, okay. Like maybe cut out all that Captain Marvel stuff, but let me just say. Wait, what? Now after all this. No, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's also to Liam. It sounds weird, us hating on Brie Larson when she's I'm, doing I'm stuff. Only I don't know. I'm hating on her, just, not Liam. I'm indifferent. But, I'm indifferent. Yeah. Um, I'm hating on her, for sure. Um, Scarlet. Uh, red, shit. What's her? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. There we go. I was like, wait, wait, wait. What's the other not name? Not Scarlet Johansson. Yeah, I was about to go Johansson for some reason. I'm glad they showed her being powerful. And I would want... Because she's supposed to be powerful. Yeah. And, and she's I really want, angry about Vision. And Oh, my God. I, she was about to kill him, and it was, it was going to be great. Um, I wish she has her own. I want her to have her own movie. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say. I, I want to see I that. I like Fat Thor anyway. Yeah, I want that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, what, what, what you were going to talk about, George? Uh, I didn't mean to segue that deeply. <laughs> I uh, meant well, to say one thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm only going to be, like, segueing us into something else that I don't know how to talk about. Oh. And that's the, the Game of Thrones series finale, the night, right? This the is... night is dark. It's not a season finale. No. It's the, it's the mid-season point. Oh. oh. See, I really don't know. I, I... I thought they had ended everything. The night is dark, and so is your TV. Yeah. So there's still more games to play over that throne? There is uh, three more episodes of Thronesing, and two. I think the last two episodes are like two hours each. Jesus Christ, how crazy is it going to be on the actual last episode then? Well, this episode was an hour and 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. I guess with like the ending credits and stuff oh like God. that. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. I think it was 80 minutes, 82 there, minutes There have so. been like documentary crews filming people mass viewing it in bars this is. I mean, this it was is a pretty event. epic in scale. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's it's Game of Thrones. We don't necessarily have to spoil it, I would say, but I, I you know, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> we just spoiled the shit out of Endgame, <laughs> but Game of Thrones is the limit. We don't have to do it. It's another spoiler because we we spent a, a bit on that. Yeah, no, I feel like that. It. It's already over an hour. That's why I say you might want to. I feel some like. Stuff. George. I feel like the Game of Thrones episode was uh, a little anticlimactic. Um, although no, it, it wasn't necessarily. The night, the Night King could have. The Night King after all of this. Yeah, it, it does. Could have had weird, more, right? Like, I mean, not the way episode. the Night King went. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like people's weird problem is the way he went. Like, why? Like, what? What's wrong with that? 
Like, fucking Arya was trained by fucking, kill, like, assassins and killers and became, like, a martial art god over the period of four seasons. Why is Arya not the best person to do it? Oh, that's right, because she's a woman. But, in regards to, like, people's feelings about how it ended, it's probably more to do with the fact that the Night King didn't get enough explanation or time than before. Well, ex explanation of what? Just, like, like, who he is. You know, we yeah. know where, you know, he was made. Is this the Ivan Ooze guy? Well, they said, like, we know, we know where he came from. He came from the the mm. children of, like, the yeah. children of the forest or whatever. He's made by them, right? But like, why, why him and the crow? Like, why Bran? Like, mm. what, what, what? When he kills Bran, like Bran says, oh, he'll bring like the long night or something. But is Bran the guy who raises the sun? Like, what is going on with that? Ah, oh, he is Ivan Ooze. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, it, there was no, there's no build to that, and like is, the dragon fight for some reason was just kind of dumb to me, because like that was there really was, like, Dark Souls esque. Yeah, like he came out of like what did he run out of the money or something? It was weird, right? He came out the the clouds one time, <clears throat> and then that's it. That's it. That that was yeah. that was the dragon scene. That was the fight. Uh, she I didn't have any reaction. <laughs> To seeing her dragon being this way, nothing. It was weird. Well, she could barely see. I mean, everybody could ba but barely he was, see. He, she, he wasn't. He was obviously on a dragon, on her dragon. Like, they, I mean, that's why they were up there. They were searching for him. <laughs> so it was just weird. It was just weird. Um, if it, maybe a little rushed. I don't know. I don't know. They probably didn't rush this. It's Game of Thrones, right? They had money. I don't think it was rushed. I think it took, like, I was watching the, like, behind the scenes. It took, like, 55 days to film. It was, like, their longest shoot ever, I think. Oh, man. I feel just, I feel like the pacing of the episode was fantastic. Like, the build-up in the first arc, the suspense, mm -hmm. then the, like, the Dothraki horde going in and just getting, like, wiped out and all the lights dimming was very well done. And then, like, having the, like, tonal shift to where, like, everyone enters the castle and Arya is sort of stalking around. And then it getting to the climactic ending where the Night King turns up and he raises the dead again. And you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? Like, it's just that last bit. There's just, he has all of his lords that we've seen with him as well. And you don't know who the fuck they are. Like They're the babies. It, they're, they're the babies. No, yeah, but he also had the, the, the lords... Like, throughout the whole thing, film, yeah? Well, like, the guys the on the horses with him. Yeah, no, I get that. I get they're, like, Craster's sons or whatever. Yeah. Or, they, or they're older, older babies from, like, wildlings long ago. But, like, just the fact that they were always on horses and stuff, like, there was some significance to them. There should have been... I don't want to say there should be sword fights for everything, but, like, they have Valyrian steel for a reason. There should have been at least, like... Something. Theon picking up, like, a Valyrian steel sword and, like doing his last he, breath to fight. He went and there then, and died. That was the most dumbest thing. It's like, Theon should have been like, yo, Bran, um, I'm going to die anyway. Can I just sit back? Can I just sit back on this one? Can I Can I just not die? Well, not even that. Just like just like Theon picking up like a Valyrian steel sword or something and trying his fucking hardest to fight and then being surrounded by all of the lords or something like Theon's last stand instead of the stupid death he receives and then Arya jumping out and stabbing oh. the Night King in surprise. That would have been better, but you know, I it's fine. I think um I think one more scene 
with him stopping the blade and then her figuring out another way to stab him would have been better. Like a nice quiet scene. He blocks the first one. He blocks the second one. And then she finds another one. Like I, I w- Just one more. Just one more of her being slick. Because I feel like just her, him being unexpected just once is just weird to me. Uh, no, I'm okay with that. Because it tends to be like the idea that, you know, you get caught off guard once and that's the end, right? In a sword yeah. fight. Get caught off guard once, you get dead. Yeah. Get good scrap. It's just, it's just the Night King. Oh, winter well, that's is why coming. he should have had like a fight. Like he, sh- he had that fucking ice sword on his back. He's gonna pull that shit out and everything. And you're like, well, he's dead now. Well, I, I mean, it, that's how life is. You know, sometimes you prepare and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how life is. I'm okay with that just part. I just want him so... to be like this all powerful guy who just got wrecked. You know, got outsmarted because he, yeah. you know, he was decently smart. Doing stuff, standing yeah. back. And there's so much build up. Like yeah. there's so much build up to the Night King. He's not like a one season plotline. He's literally like four seasons of, like the the. I mean the the White Walkers have been since the first scene of the show, but like they never got any further than Winterfell. They made it past the wall with a big ice dragon, and then that's it. They only made it to Winterfell. Can you imagine like, if he didn't die when he got poked with? The- <laughs> the sword and Arya just well that's the thing is that you know they've only got three episodes left and you're like well Cersei's still on the throne Jon and Daenerys have to sort out their little Targaryen shit so like what do you mean? It, it, it's just already sorted out man they're in love man more incest inside yeah but of who's Game gonna be the leader uh, you know who's gonna be the, is, is Daenerys gonna be the real villain is she gonna turn on Jon cause I think that might happen no, 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 no. She ain't gonna give up that queenie, queenie title. If it's real love, she gets you'll turn on. Man, I was at a wedding a couple days ago, <laughs> and even they were talking about Game of Thrones and how they're just expecting her to die. Like I was hearing almost the same thing out in a crowd with normies at a wedding. <laughs> normies. Everybody watches Game of Thrones. Is an everyone? Everyone. Everyone goes in there. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I'm when excited you go, to see the next couple the theater, um, Like at, I guess, launch the first three days when everything's kind of sold out, you just get the people that are like, "Whoa!" <laughs> 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 you know, like it's nuts, dude. I usually don't watch movies at launch like that because I just can't stand that shit. Whoa. <laughs> Even for, for Star Wars, yeah, Jon that Snow. crowd that crowd for Star Wars is always pretty tame. They're like, oh, you know, they it's more of a an adult reaction than it is um it not little kids, because they're not little kids. Um what do you call that? I, I don't want to say normies because I feel like normies Fanboy. is very uh <laughs> Man child to say. <laughs> but yeah, the Nori reaction. Like ooh, like over exaggerated, so inve- uh, emotionally invested into this movie. Which some people do God. get. Man, I can't wait to see those people in the Sonic crowd. Oh no, no, no. I maybe I don't you see that go launch. fast. <laughs> yeah, how many people are gonna like how many times are you gonna hear <laughs> at that line? 
<laughs> like the whole theater just like giggling because they think it's funny but not loud enough because they don't want to look like weirdos in front of everyone else. Yeah. I, you know what? I think I think it deserves a giggle at least. It got yes. go fast. Yeah, like, oh, everyone chokes on their popcorn. Exactly. Because <laughs> they know it's funny, but they don't want to look like a Sonic fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go in there with a Sonic t-shirt with a, with a big golden <gasps> ring over oh my, my neck. Oh, my God. You know? Oh, my God. So yeah. a while ago, I gave my friend Ryan a Sonic shirt as a gag gift. It was actually a Gotta Go Fast shirt with like that, that poor child's Sharpie scribble of Sonic on it. Yeah. And in retaliation and revenge, he gave me a pair of fucking ugly Sonic socks. I'm going to wear those. I'm going to wear my Sonic socks to the Sonic movie. Holy shit. I actually, I, I'm really turning into a piece of shit live on air on this podcast right now. Um, we could, we could move on to the next topic that I, I could talk about. uh, Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. This week in last week's news, it keeps happening. More episodes of Crunch are being exposed this time from, uh, developers from Epic Games and now Nether Realms. Um, we were just talking about Mortal Kombat 11 and how it's fine, but has these these microtransaction scandals. Uh, yeah, Polygon has two big reports out. Uh, Fortnite's Battle Royale mode was apparently developed in two months, and then they worked out the free-to-play model in two weeks. That doesn't surprise me. Everybody forgets that Fortnite came out as a an entirely different game in the <laughs> yeah, beginning. It's not just that called Fortnite. It was not very successful. <laughs> it's Fortnite. It was a golden fort game with 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 enemies and zombies that, and, and yeah. And now it's Fortnite colon Battle Royale. Well, it wasn't even that. Then PUBG came out, and then they made Fortnite Battle Royale as a separate expansion on it. And then they were just like, well, fuck it, it's just Fortnite now. So when you upgrade, up your load Fortnite, it's entirely different. The game is now about the Battle Royale mode instead of the uh, the previous actual so, Fortnite. So is it accurate now to just call it Fortnite instead of Fortnite colon Battle Royale? Uh, yes, I Excellent. believe so. Excellent. Good. Oh, that's going to save me no trouble. Um... We got quotes from some QA contractors and one full-time developer who said something about how they were working during weekends, which is a little new. Uh, A lot has been said about these 70 to 100 hour work weeks sometimes, but weekends. Yeah, yeah, weekends, weekends. It's not new. It's average crunch. So being pressured to to work on on weekends is, is normal. That's average. Yes. That's shit. Crunch crunch is crunch. Crunch is like you get Sunday off, maybe. You don't go home. That's poop. You work. You don't go home. All day. Around the clock. Every day. Weekends aren't an exception. Like, crunch is crunch. You don't go home. So what they had the QA contractors doing was sitting around for tens of hours over weekends looking for tickets to come in, and a lot of times they wouldn't. They were called uh, uh, bodies. One senior guy would just say, get more bodies. Oh my God. And when we're done with them, we can just dispose of them. They can be replaced with fresh people who don't have the toxic nature of being disgruntled from working for tens of hours doing nothing over the weekends. God fucking damn it. In response to that article, some developers from NetherRealms came out after their new Mortal Kombat game released with controversies. I don't want to say bad reviews because it didn't review badly among the, the press, it but really it well. did with the, the fans. The tr- it reviewed well. The microtransactions and the grinding is what everyone's complaining about. A microtransaction and a grinding scandal can apparently ruin an otherwise great launch. 
uh, up to and including the point that your employees start talking shit about the workplace. And what's great about this is it wasn't anonymous. Everybody came out wow. with the NetherRealm Studios and put their their whole reputation on the line and were like, no, fuck this. This actually happened. This is what was going on there. We have one concept artist who is named Beck Halstatt who uh, noticed hours. that... 12 an hour? She she was getting eleven an hour. the The rest of the boys were getting twelve an hour. She thought that was a little suspicious. That's that's not livable. Where where are they? They're not in California, Chicago. are they? Chicago. Jesus Christ! That's not that's not livable. Holy shit! Uh, she says, "Quote: Because of this, NetherRealm Studios contractors need overtime to survive. They need the time and a half pay to make rent." Yes. That's depressing. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! When the studio was in crunch mode, it was common to see employees walking around in pajamas. One guy was notorious for walking around in his bathrobe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, fair play to that guy, because at the end of the day, everything goes out the window when you work crunch. Your health, your weight, your hygiene, you grow beards, you don't cut your hair, you have no good diet, you can't exercise, yeah. you never see the sunlight. Oh like, my god, you turn into a gamer. <laughs> oh my god. No, like, but this is this is different. Like, saying that will only give ammo to the people who don't care about the situation. Well, we stay at home and do that anyway, because we're hard, cool gamers. <laughs> it's completely different. Yeah. Like, yeah I, 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 I'll, forced, I'll be putting out a video on it soon. With, with you're hours. forced to do this. And it's wrong. Um, and apparently there was also a, a issue of, of gender-based uh, uh, harassment and, and discrimination and, and, and joking and jostling going on. She says, we brought up the harassment, the bathroom issue. Apparently there was a bathroom issue. The secret nicknames that devs had for all the female employees, the lack of women who were actually having full-time jobs, the singling out that we experienced. It took a year for the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission to decide that apparently nothing bad had happened, and on top of it all, they insulted my coworker and me, telling us we were misremembering everything and taking personal jabs at our skills. I, guys are such dicks, man. They, they're, they're, oh my god. I hear this all the time. I hear this all the time from, from people who are devs, and they say the same thing. Guys are dicks. I don't understand why in gaming it's so big. I don't know. Do you think... No, gaming is not more accepting. That crowd can't be more accepting, Hell right? Hell no. No, no. Gaming's too young, and it has been male-dominated for so long that it's a... I don't want to say it's a new thing, but it's obviously just people's failure to accept what gaming is now, which is an accessible and viable option to work for I mean, everybody. It, it's it's not that it, what it is now. It's just what it's it's always been for everybody. It's just yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. the internet exists now, and then you can see people who play. And the sales numbers for the NES and the PS2, both of which you know were not the Wii explicitly marketed for casual customers, but those were like mainstream devices that sold into the hundreds of millions. Everyone had those consoles. Yep. During their their yep. respective lifespans, and I uh, I'm just especially disappointed by like this this thought I had growing up that like the meat would inherit the earth that that you know like gamers who are stereotypically a victim of bullies would not become bullies themselves, and I see so often like. 
Of course, we're not talking about every single gamer out there. If you're not a bully, then it should be implicitly understood that we're not talking about you. But if you scroll through the comments underneath, like, I don't know, the Game Developer's Choice Awards ceremony, you will find this incredible dirge of negativity that is just... It's not the way it used to be. Oh no, the cops are after me for it! <laughs> <laughs> the gaming game cops are here! <laughs> and and yeah, like I, that's that's the the response was oh how can you blame Gamergate on this when it was four years ago when Gamergate normalized this kind of like defensive bullying based on just accusations of being a gamer itself when that's not that's not the hill anyone should die on when being a gamer was already just like normal male unborn between eighty two and up. It's just these boys need to be chin checked. That's what we used to do back in the day. Chin, chin checked. checked. Chin oh, checked. What, what, what do, does that mean? Violence? Because because then they'll then they'll get on you for that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> if they're not checked, if they, if none of your friends tell you, hey, you know that's not that's not cool, man. Then they just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. So. And and you know with the way the internet can deliver groceries these days, <laughs> they can stay in their basement. You you don't even have to leave the house. <laughs> oh lord! But I mean, these guys obviously have jobs and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I I can't I can't speak about this subject without getting a little annoyed because you know when I go out with friends and we go out to bars or whatever. I see these dudes and sometimes I have to talk with these dudes. It's hard not to be uh, not angry, but just a little annoyed. And I have to not chin check them, but I have to check them sometimes, you know? Yeah. Cause there's females in the group. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I have to deal with these dudes. I, I don't, I don't like them. I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm timestamping a lot of that. We, we will review as the days go on. Don't mess with Matt. Jesus. <laughs> well, shall we then take one listener question and let you get to it? Okay, so, yeah, we're, we're only going to do one question because I, I want to get out of here. Because uh, George wants to make videos for you wonderful people, so stop freaking complaining at him. What? No, don't, whoa, don't whoa, say it like whoa, that. Whoa, it's whoa. not... <laughs> I see you in the comments. I'm I'm kind of with them on this one. Anyways, um, I'm fucking watching Nick you. Nick D, Nick Nick with the D's got a Nick got a big with the big D. <laughs> Nick Duggan. God, we got a big question for us. Despite inferior graphics, controls, and story, I seem to have just as much fun playing games like Super Monkey Ball as I do playing games like The Witcher 3. My question for your three is: What elements of older games do you feel like are lost in the current generation? Ooh. Arcade-based score attack games are kind of lost now. Yeah, it's not oftentimes where you'll go on a grand immersive adventure and have a score counter at the same time. Not even that, just like games with leaderboards with big, like, store scores where you have to put, like, you know, three initials. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, like, like Tetris uh, effect is a counter to that, but even Tetris does not, like, it's it's your name, it's your screen name. It's not fun anymore to make make ass out of your uh, subtitles on the high scoreboard. Yeah, like a uh, score attack based video game design has kind of disappeared a little bit. You got multiplayer leaderboard rankings, but that's a little different to like score based. Like doing like an arcade mode in something and getting a high score for it. Maybe like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry kind of 
That's metals. <laughs> turn base. Uh, turn base. <coughs> Should die. <coughs> sorry, sorry. Wait. No, 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 no. no, no. Tur- turn base? Like, like. Do you with, need some medicine? With strategy <laughs> games, because I, I, I will always love turn base strategy games. Uh, the RPG turn base. I'm a hater. I'm a- <laughs> yeah, that was that was always a little weird. I I'm pretty sure that the whole reason why Final Fa- him, Fantasy games in the first place had turn-based combat was a mitigation for how like long-lasting the games are and how slow-paced they are. It was part it, 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 the turn-based combat was there to serve the story rather than the other side around. Yeah, I'm yeah. It's they have mechanics and stuff like that. Like Persona is is turn-based. Whereas with the turn-based strategy, it feels like a, a game of a digitization of a board game that has been around for hundreds of years. Like all, I feel like there's, there's a little certainly more... a distinct lack of them. I mean, Persona is obviously kind of. I mean, Tales as well, kind of the long-lasting remnants of that era. I mean, even then, they're kind of like a little different. I don't know like, if I miss turn-based RPG combat, but what I do miss is the kind of ubiquity that a lot of older games had for fast, snappy controls. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, a lot of subgenres uh, relish in in detailed, long character animations. A lot of it kind of procedurally ticking out of the the Euphoria system in Grand Theft Auto as you're holding the buttons, and it makes so many games feel sloppy and unresponsive. The Witcher Three, being compared to The Witcher One, is is a good example of that. Like the first game is is a little more responsive and crunchy in your hands. Well, you just mean that it has less animation. Yeah, yeah. So newer games have way more animation, which makes the the input to output feel longer, which makes it feel more slow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I miss... Uh, I, I find that things like Sekiro that are crunchy and snappy and fast are more of the exception than the norm, and that there's, like, more... Yes. I get I that it's agree. a stylized thing, but it was the first thing I didn't like about Grand Theft Auto 4 coming into it from San Andreas. It was just like how the cars would flop over and, and the characters would tumble downstairs. <laughs> and, uh, do you know Do you know something weird that I kind of miss? Speaking of like janky PS2 games and stuff. Uh-huh. I kind of miss that every game doesn't have cutscenes anymore. Hmm. Do you remember like every game... From like PlayStation One N sixty four era on to like PlayStation three had cutscenes. No matter what type of game it was, like if it was Halo Wars or uh, one of the Tales games, or if it was freaking like a Peggle or something, if it would have cutscenes in some form. And they were like they could be awful, but it was like brief, weird two minutes or less. Of just whatever their best CGI animators could make. That, that was also the era of like everything trying to have some kind of story that was way more serious than it should be. For some reason, I remembered Second Sight the other day, which was a third-person action game made by Free Radical that really hasn't hasn't aged as well as their Time Splitters games. But it was this like gritty, serious spy drama that was put out on a middle-tier budget as a side project that had really fancy physics and great graphics and that whole budget level of double A projects that were able to hit production values and ambitions that were were as big as the real thing in the triple A world has I think been the real the real victim of, of the PS2 era that won't ever come back is just like the budget of games making more sense. I also I don't know whether this is just mis- the different gaming changing times and not necessary about game, but something about Matt said about Mortal Kombat, about you just can't play multiplayer games now, really, because people are too without, good. 
What, without like local there just being a whole host of other people who have just dedicated themselves to that one game, which is not something I could ever do. Yeah. It it's is, interesting. There's too many games to, to experience, and plus, like, that's a lot of time. It's interesting seeing the industry adopt to that by uh, yeah. uh, nurturing like and every... supporting those exclusive tastes in e one particular game. stuff. Yeah, like everything has to be catered, not catered towards, but it has a focus towards hoping yeah. that it could be like a long-lasting mm. esports-based thing. And, and games like Overwatch and Apex Legends seem explicitly designed from the ground up mm. to uh, uh, nurture that, that sort of relationship. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, some people just want to play one game, enjoy that one game, spend their money in yeah. that one game. But now they know that they can do something out of it, whether it's you can be a great Twitch streamer or you could like uh, rise to play for an esports team or something. There is always something that is like the extra incentive to play multiplayer games now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's not just like, oh, turn it on for like 10 minutes and play some multiplayer games with people online like you would. 360 even playing, days. Like, Oof. Yeah, the like even the 360 days. days, there just wasn't like money in it. There wasn't stuff like that. There, were, of, of course, were like tournaments and stuff and like bragging rights. But it always kind of was just about bragging rights, and it was like nobody really pushed themselves to dedicate themselves entirely to one game like they do now. I, if I understand the question right, it's what do older games have that current generation doesn't? Right? Yeah. Okay, because I feel like I got it wrong last time. Uh, local co-op is mm -hmm. what I'm gonna add to that. And, and as a response, like, specialized genres entirely specializing in local co-op have popped up to fill the hole. Yeah. I guess I'm seeing... I mean, we have a lot overcooked and stuff like that, but it's not, it's not a big thing now for, like, AAA. It's, it's, it's specialization. You know how when, when like, like, as magazines popped up and printing got cheaper, people would go from reading a general newspaper to reading their own little specialized hobby magazine and... And then the internet showed up, and now it's a specialized website, subscription-based uh, uh, content creation media landscape. And and that's that's it's interesting to think that that same phenomenon has kind of happened to game genres. Yeah, I like games. I like games then. I like games now. But games change, just like everything else. Yeah. And I do. I don't worry necessarily. Because obviously I make games and I have to change in that regard too, but I do miss what seems to be simpler times. <laughs> but in, you know, if you went back to that time, you'd be like, "Fuck me! I wish I could play my Switch." No right microtransactions. Now. What? But the thing—it's—it's it's not like I ever bought microtransactions anyway. It's just shitty mm. for the people who do feel that temptation. Well, it's not even that. It's just like people designing with that in mind changes. And that's what scares me. I am afraid for Civ. I think Civ 6 is great, but I can't ignore that it didn't become great until more expansions came out. And that game is built off of a carrot on a stick that's dangling in front of your face throughout the whole process. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because that could also be partly due to they were lucky that they're now in an era where you're able to do that. Whereas Civ 6, if it was back in the day, it could have come out and then that's it. It was shit because that was the game you got. Whereas now, at least, you know, with games like Anthem and stuff like that, they can get better. It is just... That's one of the benefits to living in this modern age. It's so fucking scary to imagine a Civ game where you can press a button to boost your technology research by by four turns. And that that... It's a... The thing is, the microtransaction economy seems built for game design. Like, it's... 
it would not have worked for other forms of entertainment in the way that it does for ours. And it's kind of, it's added this ghost that's just following my brain around with a lot of stuff nowadays. And my hope for the future is not what it used to be. Yeah. Well, we can only live through it and find out and hope that more ports like Dragon's Dogma keeps the jank from all the games on our, on our modern consoles. Yes. And, and I do at least expect cool subgenres specializing in my weird taste to last for, 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 for a decade and more. I mean, you'll definitely get that in VR. So long as uh, people keep making and spending money, the economy should be able to support itself for cooler, indier, smaller games. That's that's my theory, at least. And uh, well, it'll also allow companies like FromSoft to make little spin-off projects and pour a bunch of money into them, like Sekiro. Like, uh, that was a risk. Yeah. That was a gamble that I feel they took. And it paid off. Didn't they hit two million copies? In the first, in the first week. Damn. So it works. Games Good. that are, are built the game deserves it. In, in the grand tradition still work. Hang on a second. Yeah. George, you haven't finished Sekiro. Well, I know, but I'll, I'll someday. Right now I need to edit. The, you need to sit. It's been a month. It's been a month. Matt, we can't, mm. we can't Matt. Excuses. We have to keep on this. Yeah. You, this, I would, this cannot be so, man. I care so much more about editing this video than I do about finishing that game right now. That game? Aren't you like that? Like my favorite game of the past couple of years. Guy? How could you? It can still be called that game in shorthand of a conversation for D the sake didn't of brevity like, and speed. Didn't you like film in a graveyard for one of these it's games? It's just a pronoun followed by a <laughs> common noun. And and I I don't I do kind of like the Dark Souls better, but I still like Sekiro. Because you haven't finished Sekiro. Sekiro's better. I know. I'm still. Uh, <laughs> Wanting one more good dark Shit, dungeon get... jive with the the aberrations. Dude, what... Man, I really like Sekiro. Really. Now I've had time to digest it. I finished it and stepped away from it. I really enjoyed my time with that game. I mean, how could you like Sekiro but not Katana? I need to. I need to. I need to edit the video. Okay, got it. Already went on. Ba 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 ba